And good afternoon, and welcome to the Women's Show. I'm Deb Anderson here with you until 2 o'clock with the finest of women musicians. And um, I am a big fan. I have turned into a big fan of Katie Dahl. Uh, we started off from her brand new album called Seven Stones with Sacricity. Uh, and then after that, uh, from her previous album from 2019, uh, good northern ground and ended with uh, the really beautiful Temperance River talking about Lake Superior and uh, I get a little nostalgic uh, being from Wisconsin myself um, Katie Dell, um, you've really kind of touched my heart with this uh, new album are you there with me I, I am thank you well thank you for uh, calling in and and spending some time here on the women's show and I'm serious I've started listening to your new album came out on june six seven seven stones um which uh apparently was uh funded by a kickstarter uh uh program that's right really generous uh really generous people helped me make that record well you got a lot of fans katie i think uh I, people hear your music it really is uh i mean so uh I mean, you really bear your soul and your songs, and certainly in this album, you've really pretty much uh, uh, laid it all out as far as uh, who you are and what you believe in, and I, I mean, that really resonates uh, with a lot of people, and I, I suspect that happened with all the people when you go play at different venues and have listened to your previous six albums. This is actually your sixth album. That's, that's right, yep. So have you gotten a lot of uh, uh, feedback uh, since you started playing the, your new music? I actually started writing this music in 2021, and and this is kind of a departure of what you did on your previous albums. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I've always written I've always written personal songs, but it's often been through more of a lens of place or ancestry, like if um, like you probably heard on Good Northern mm -hmm. Ground. Yeah, um, and then. Um, I feel like, uh, you know, what I was really looking to do on this record or what I felt sort of driven to do, it wasn't, it wasn't like an external goal. I just felt like I had to, um, be open about some, you know, mm -hmm. of the harder, um, and deeper parts of my, uh, my life. And, um, so I feel like part of what I was searching for with, there was a few reasons for that, but one of them was that I wanted some community, um, around things and and um, I feel like one way to do that is to uh, is to put them out there and then you get you get energy back and that has been a real gift of of singing these songs in in rooms is like oh people say me too you know oh, wow. um, that's really great well it is really great and I, I think you found a great community with uh, your producer Julie Wolf mm. yes I love her <laughs> well, who could not love her? I mean, she's she's been around for such a long time. She's worked with the Indigo Girls, Ani DeFranco, Carly Simon. I mean, the list goes on. She has, of course, you recorded this in her studio in Oakland, California. That's right. Yep, um, at Bird and Egg Studio. Um, and yep, it was that was my my first time recording out there, mm. and my first time working with Julie. And um, I just that her. Um, her spirit of her her sort of whole goal with artists in the studio is to get them in an undefended place um, of oh. real openness, and um, she really was a sort of the midwife for these songs mm. to come out. Actually, didn't she co-write a couple of songs? And I think Temperance River might have been one of them. 
She did, you know, in the way that that those came to the, two, the Temperance River and Two Old Birds are the two songs on the record that are co-written by her. And um, the way that that came to happen is I brought the songs to her and she had these really cool musical ideas. So hmm. the music of both of those songs is um, is heavily shaped by by Julie. Well, she's pretty innovative, and she uh, I think she also played piano and accordion and some other instruments on on the recording. Yep, and, and she sang, too. Oh, and she sang. Well, not only did she sing on Seven Stones, you had a, a star-studded cast of singers, uh, Peter Mulvey, Eliza uh, Gilkison, Chris Delmhorst, and Claudia Russell. I mean, where did you find these people at? <laughs> They're amazing. Oh, my gosh. Aren't they amazing? Oh, yeah. I could not. I was like, I am such, you know, uh, like a lot of musicians, I'm a fan first, right? That's where I, uh -huh. I, I mean, I love, I came to write songs because I loved songwriters. And um, Eliza Gilkison and Peter Mulvey, all four of those people you just named, um, mm -hmm. are were were huge for me in my um, development as a, as a singer and a songwriter. So, like, that they're singing on my record is sort of, um, I just feel a little giddy when I think about it. It's really exciting. <laughs> well, it is. And, and I mean, I'm telling you, um, for, for your sixth uh, recording, I think you've just got a, a wonderful group of people that are very supportive of what you're doing. And not only do you have these great singers, you've got musicians. Todd Sicklefuss, I mean, he's a, a legend, really. Yeah, I know. He's, I mean, I, really? I mean, him too. Like because I've loved he he produced a record by Anais Mitchell called Young Man in America. That's one of my right. favorite albums of all time. And I was so I just was I was a little starstruck to um to meet Todd in the studio too. <laughs> I can't imagine. And of course, he was involved in Hades Town, which is yeah. Anais's uh, Broadway play. Um, you've also got Jenny Scheinemann, who is like amazing. Another amazing, amazing. musician. I mean. Yeah. I mean, you are blessed. I mean, some, I know. All and Vicky the, Randall and uh, Vicky Randall. Oh my gosh! Amazing. Yeah, yep, yep. Pretty incredible. Oh yeah, Irene Young. I had to bring that up. Uh, she did one of the photos and this incredibly packaged uh, album, which you should probably talk about the packaging, which once again is amazing. Yeah, you know, it's funny that I mentioned um, Young Man in America because um, that album came out in 2012, I think, and I always loved its packaging and. Um, I had a couple of different designers lined up for this record, and in the end, um, they fell through. And, and I just wrote to the I looked up in the Young Man in America album who designed it, and I wrote mm -hmm. to him. His name is Brian Grunert, and he said, "Okay, I'll work. With, <laughs> I'll work with you." Wow. He's a Grammy-winning uh, album yeah. designer, but he worked a little me. And it's what it is is um, I know you have it in front of you, but for the mm -hmm. listeners, it's like a split. It's a booklet that sort of split down the middle horizontally. Um, it's a it's a 16 page booklet, and um, the lyrics are are um, are uh, scattered, sort of like so little little sections on each page through throughout the book, and so that you can turn pay, turn the top page without turning the bottom page, and thus sort of change mm -hmm. the pairing of what lyric you're seeing with what image. There's some images scattered through there too, so it kind of lets you go on your own journey of um, of pairing different songs with different with different looks and and it, I, I like to think it um encourages you know uh fruitful imagination on the part of the listener <laughs> well uh when i think of you katie doll i i think for, foremost as a songwriter uh because of your incredible imagery and and the uh, the 
Your peers who have written such great things about you, including Dar Williams, uh, saying you're... Uh, she has this great quote um, about your songwriting. Uh, basically, um, you're not writing melody and words. You're taking journeys um, and and taking people to a place where they have never been, beautiful, real landscapes that make you feel like you've been there. And she says, and I mean, Dar Williams, we're talking Dar Williams, that's the very best kind of songwriting. And I have to agree with her. Oh, thank you. I mean, like, that gives me goosebumps just hearing it back. I just, like, I'm a superest of super fans of Dar Williams, and mm. that means a lot to me. But but you are, I mean, uh, you are a songwriter, um, and that's really I, I probably where it all comes from. I, I, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, how you fell into the, all this, I and mean, I think it really is a pretty <laughs> magical journey that you have been on. Uh, by the way, I'm talking Katie Dahl here today on Sweethearts and Badasses Americana and Beyond. Before we get into it, I really want to talk about this album and one other uh, aspect of it is the photography and Irene Young did a photo of you in this uh, package. She did and um, and she, uh, she you know she's a, as you know I'm sure you're an amazing photographer mm -hmm. who's been photographing the women's music movement in particular um, for years and 50 years I think she's celebrating a 50 year anniversary um, but uh, but also just all kinds of music and um, mm -hmm. she actually was in the studio she's a good friend of Julie Wolf, the producer, and um, so she was in the studio with us, and oh, wow. really, we we sort of like bore witness to the process, and we cried together, like huh. with the three of us. We had a lot of nights, just the three of us, late, and we got pretty deep um, in what wow. we talked about, and um, so it was really a, a privilege to be to have her sort of see me through the lens of the camera, and also, um, you know, in the studio, more un, unmediated. Well, that's got to be a gift for you because she's been around for so long. And I'm sure you probably know uh, on the 19th, she's, there's a big celebration of her brand new photography book at uh, Salvage, uh, Freight and Salvage in Oakland, where there's going to be know. a star-studded uh, a bunch of two nights uh, of, of uh, incredible musicians playing uh, in celebration of what she's done all these many years with her photography and her presence. So. Um, I know. I know. I think I'm in the book. I don't know for sure, but I've heard a rumor. So, um, <laughs> well, I I'm hope so. Excited to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you. I hope you made it. Uh, I'm sure you did. If you spent that much time with uh, Iron <laughs> Young and Julie Wolf in the studio putting together this really beautiful album called Seven Stones, and I'm I'm going to ask you. And the front cover. Now we're talking about stuff that you know you can't see on the radio, but front cover are seven stones. Um, how did you come up with this uh, title? Well, it's a funny story, actually. I, I was noticing, I was trying to think of titles while we were in the studio. You know, there's a lot of downtime, and um, I was kind of paging through my lyrics, um, circling phrases that seemed potentially title-worthy. And um, the I noticed there are just so many references to rocks and mm. pebbles and stones. And I said to Julie... Um, I think I'm going to call it stones, like, you know, like Patty Smith horses, like, I'm, you know, it's just going to be mm -hmm. a, a plural noun. And, um, she, and Julie said, huh, well, um, count how many references there are. And I counted and there were, you know, I don't know, dozens, but there were, but seven of the songs huh. had some sort of reference to rocks or stones. So I, 
um, that's how I came I came to Seven Stones. Oh, I was wondering about that. And, you know, and I noticed that because your imagery is so strong. I mean, you certainly evoke uh, uh, Door County, which I'm very familiar with, becoming mm. having from I'm born in Madison, Wisconsin and live oh. in Wisconsin for 33 years. So I spent a lot of time up there in Door County, which is kind of like being on the ocean. You know, yeah, it is. It is a lot like that. Um, spend lots of time walking in the sand, looking at the, the stones myself. So, yeah. I mean, your imagery with the songs, uh, and I did play Temperance River because you do talk about the great inland sea, Lake Superior. Um, but you, as you mentioned, you do mention uh, stones in a lot of the songs, and especially the last song, which I've been debating whether I wanted to go out with this song, your f- song in French. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's called Mon Beau Galais. And it, it really, I mean, the message is basically uh, you're not going to hide yourself anymore. Yeah. Um, the, it's, I, I mean, it's ironic that I wrote it in a foreign language, isn't it? <laughs> so, like, I will tell all. In a, different in a foreign language. language. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, the, um, that, means, that means my beautiful stone. And it just, mm. um, I wrote that, especially thinking about my, my sexuality and just um, how I had felt a little bit closeted for a while. And I... Um, and I just, I felt like, you know what, it's, that's a beautiful stone in me, which can be both heavy and, and really gorgeous. And, um, and I wanted it to, um, mm. I, that's, that's how, sort of where that song's imagery, um, came out of. Well, it is. And, it, and I, uh, I actually looked at the lyrics and I said, oh, <laughs> this is what, uh-huh. this is what this is all about. No wonder she, what, I mean, this, this really encompasses the whole album and the whole uh you know message or the the feel of the album yeah, you just kind of bring a statement exactly kind of. right and um you know and like you, you do really not hiding yourself i i started off with sacricity which is uh kind of a coming out song for you isn't yeah. it um yeah I, I it's a it's a reimagining of my queer uh adolescence and in churches um but yeah, I mean, you could you could call it a lot of different things. Definitely about about um, learning I was queer in the mm. in in the church, which I was really my family is really deeply um, Baptist. So uh, wow. I was. Um, it's about that um, sort of paradox that I was uh, reckoning with. Well, it's got to be hard. Um, and you're still you're still in Wisconsin, right? You're up there in the the peninsula up yep. there, Door County. Yep. That's have, right. Hasn't your family been there for about 175 years or so? That's right. That's exactly right. Um, and uh, yeah, my my son is seven, and he is the um, he's the seventh generation of my family to um, to be in Door County. Mm, beautiful place to be. Um, mm-hmm. do, you, do you have a view of the lake by the chance? <laughs> nope. Um, I'm as far inland as a person can be in on that narrow peninsula. I'm about <laughs> equidistant from both shores. <laughs> uh, well, it's a great place to be in and easily, easily to get to either side and, uh, you know, participate in being near such an incredible body of water. Um, there, the other thing that you touch on, which I think is really uh, a great thing, is uh, since I was eight, you're talking about body image. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is, um, that's the song that has, I think, that I get, I talk about with people the most at you know at the merch table after shows or mm-hmm. um that's a song that has i feel um 
resonated the most deeply um, with people as I play it live. And mm. um, yeah, that song is just about how is about a whole lifetime of um, feeling bad about my my weight and mm. what a racket that is. You know, what a wasted how much how many wasted moments there have there oh. been about that. Um, and, yeah, and you—that's exactly what you say. It's like. Yeah. How much time do you really want to waste on this? I mean, just take a yeah. break. Take a break. Yes. Yes, exactly. It actually, that song is the second, um, I started trying to write about it um, in a song that's called Red, Brown, Blue, Green. That's that's on this record. And um, and that song is, is a little more um, veiled. It's a little more poetic and um, it's not as clear. It's not, mm. you know, it's not a really direct song. Since I Was Eight is just, is just you know, the first lines are, I've been trying to lose weight since I was eight, and mm-hmm. um, I, so I just, I just wanted to really lay it out there because I think I think we don't talk about that enough. We talk about in our culture, we you know we veil comments about like oh well I should I really should you know whatever thing about our body, and we don't talk enough about how it really is painful how 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 much stuff we we a lot of us carry around. Oh yeah, um, from a very yeah. early age, like you said, uh, yep. and you really describe it pretty vividly in the lyrics of that song. Um, my understanding, it, the working title of your album was "Things That Katie Doll Finds Hard to Say." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. That would have been a, fun, a pretty funny title on the album. I'm glad uh, you and Julie <laughs> came up with Seven Stones, but <laughs> yeah, right. but it, but it was probably very true. Yeah, that was kind of like the litmus test for me, um, just internally. Like, does this song feel really scary to write mm. or to sing or both? And um, if not, then maybe it needs to get a little bit more real, or maybe it um, isn't the right song for this project. Ah, uh, well, um, speaking of the project, uh, being such a a great writer, you you're also a playwright. You've written several plays that have been uh, produced and you have soundtracks for. The most recent uh, is a true story about two sisters uh, up in Wisconsin. Yep, that's right. It's inspired by a true story and it's, it's in, um, I sort of fictionalized them, but yeah, it's about um, it's about the creation of Peninsula State Park, which is one wow. of the first state parks in Wisconsin in 1908. And um, when they made that park, um, there were about 150 uh, you know, European descended settlers living on on that land. Of course, um, and and they were getting moved. And of course, you know, they themselves had moved indigenous people off that land previously. That's for another play to contend with. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. my uh, my characters are um, based on these two sisters who were unmarried, lived with each other in the in the woods, and um, and uh, their dad had built this this homestead about 30 years earlier as an immigrant from Norway. And um, when they were asked to leave, they really put up a fuss. And I was so, I'm so interested in the drama of it because I'm so glad that that land is a park, you know, that Mm -hmm. it's preserved and it's not all built up. And I understand uh, their frustration and their desire to stay where they are. So um, I like to call it like the world's most successful eminent domain (laughs) musical. (laughs) (laughs) And it's called The Fisherman's Daughters. That's right, and it'll have a full premiere. Um, it's it had a preview production, which is where the cast recording came from during sort of during the pandemic in 2021, mm-hmm. and um, it'll have a full premiere 
uh, at Northern Sky Theater in Door County, um, Wisconsin, this coming summer. It'll open in June, so I'm oh, really looking great. forward to that. Yeah. Super great. But actually, next summer, aren't you... First of all, didn't you just come back from Scotland? Yeah, I was just on. I was just in Europe for five weeks, Germany and Scotland. Um, that's right. And why were you up there? There was there was a reason for that. There was, yeah. So in Germany, I was playing some shows. I um, a friend of mine and I had um, in in twenty twenty March twenty twenty we went to play our first European tour ever. So exciting! And we arrived on hmm. March thirteenth, twenty twenty. Played zero shows and spent you know a few thousand dollars trying to get home in the middle of the new new oh, pandemic. Yeah, um, right. Uh, so we rescheduled, so we played those. And then I lead these um, fan tours to Scotland um, via a company called Scotland Folk Tours. And it's like, um, I, I as, a, as a songwriter, um, I ask my fans and my friends to come along with me and um, hang out for 10 days and, go, and see the beautiful sights of Scotland. We have Scottish guides wow. that we partner with. Um, and we listen to a lot of amazing Scottish music and, and wow. um, eat great food. And um, it's just really, I just get to go on a on a trip with fun people and, and <laughs> sometimes play music. And so I love it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you got the good life happening there, uh, Katie Doll. No doubt about I it. I know. You know, and next year, um, actually, I'm leading two. And one of them, Julie Wolf, is co-leading with me. So oh, I'm, no. I'm really excited about that. Oh, yeah, my gosh. You guys have really gotten to be buddies, I guess. We have. Yep. That's so great. You know, when I'm thinking of the, your fans, uh, you must have a lot of followers that are part of your Patreon account. Oh, that's right. I'm glad you mentioned it. Yeah, I do. I have um, almost 200 um, subscribers to my account on this um, website called Patreon. That is a, um, it's like a, it's like kind of like if you're a, a radio, a sustaining member of your radio station, right? Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. um, it's you give money every month, sometimes three dollars. That's the starting you know amount, and then I put behind the scenes content up there, um, and that started in the pandemic for me, and it as a way of you know making ends meet at a at a really financially perilous time. Mm. Um, turns out all times are financially perilous. <laughs> yeah, right. In the singer's life. Um, <laughs> But uh, the it, it what it's turned into is a way of allowing me to play only shows. I used to make ends meet by playing a lot of like bar gigs and shows where people weren't listening. In addition to my listening room shows, and what the Patreon page has done is allowed me to only play shows where people are listening, which really affects oh, what great. I write and how I perform. Um, and uh, and so that's and it, so it's really enabling my my you know artistic life right now, and I'm. And my, you know, my mortgage also, which I'm, <laughs> I'm just really grateful for. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, that is so great. And I know I've talked to a lot of people that really love their Patreon. It's really helped them, certainly during the pandemic when there was yes. just no place to play and how you're going to make any money. And the people who love your music are going to support you. And obviously they did with your Kickstarter, 511 yes. people and, of course, your Patreon account. Um You've got an interesting story um, about how this all happened. I mean, your amazing life that's going on right now. Um, wasn't it by a fluky accident that you <laughs> started playing the guitar? That Kind of get that's into right. that. I'm curious about that. Yeah, so in um, I started playing the oboe in middle school. That was like my thing. You know, I took piano lessons and I was in the, and I was in, and I started playing oboe in middle school band, and I played that in high school, and I was like a fine oboe player. You know, uh -huh. I wasn't like 
God's gift to oboists, but I wasn't bad. And I am, um, and I enjoyed it. And I, in college, I started off my college career as a, um, in the college band too, as an oboist. And, um, the one day in January of my, um, freshman year of college, I slipped on the ice. Mm-hmm. I, I went to school in Southern Minnesota, um, at Carleton college and I slipped on the ice and I, um, broke my wrist mm-hmm. and I, so I couldn't, you know, you need your fingers to play the oboe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I couldn't play the oboe for six weeks while I had a cast on. And so I, um, I asked my mom who lived uh, an hour and a half away, if I could borrow her old um, Sears Silvertone guitar that she had gotten in high school um, and never played. Uh, if mm-hmm. I could borrow that and, and learn it. So I learned the, the, how to play chords with my um, left hand, which was fine. And then I just strummed with my cast, um, my right hand. And, um, and I, have, I have literally never played the oboe since the day that I broke <laughs> my wrist. Really? Um, and I, yeah, it just was such a, I loved guitar-based music and I suddenly could like sing while I played an instrument you know I didn't I just it just enabled so much for me um and and fit so many of my passions so um Mm. that's how I started started playing guitar wow and and you never stopped and here you are now with this great new album called seven stones and by the way I'm talking Katie Dahl all the way up there in Door County Wisconsin um Katie you're a songwriter I mean I when I think of you you're a songwriter I have been writing any new songs you know, I am working on a new um, musical right now. I'm actually on. I'm actually at a rest area in um, upstate New York, heading up to Hyde Park, mm. New York, because I'm um, doing research for a new musical I'm writing about um, Eleanor Roosevelt and her relationship with Lorena Hickok, who was a oh. um, AP reporter um, who covered Eleanor Roosevelt, and they they fell in love and um, and had a had a um, passionate romance for a, a few years and um so i'm write, writing a musical about that and i i think i'm going to make it a um I, I have dreams of making it an album first oh, um, before uh i put have the stage production happen and so that's what i that's where my creative um heart is right now I'm, i've never felt more um excited about a project in my How great. life and it's beautiful yeah. beautiful up there in upstate new york i mean gosh Oh man, if you could see where I am and there's like this like family selling um, apples and mm. like cider donuts and honey like, you know, at this otherwise lame rest area and the, and the, um, the leaves are just gorgeous and it's oh. a perfectly blue sky day. It's really incredible. Well, gosh, I wish, you, I wish I was there, but it's awfully nice here in Lincoln, Nebraska too, so I guess I can't complain. Katie, uh-huh. <laughs> Katie Dahl, um, I probably need to wind it down. Uh, where can you be found out there in the world of the social media? Yes, well, I can, I'm, I'm especially active on Instagram and Facebook, and my um, Instagram uh, handle is at Katie, K-A-T-I-E, Dahl, D-A-H-L, music. Um, and if you searched, um, if you went to facebook.com slash Katie Doll Music, you'd find my Facebook page. Mm. Um, and I have a website, too, that's katiedollmusic.com. Um, so I'm easily found. You're easily found, and you have a great promoter with Ellen, and uh, your website's wonderful. Um, and I have Thanks. visited your Facebook page and tried to friend you, but I have a lot of friends, <laughs> but, um, and you probably, I don't know, probably got a lot of friends, too, but... Um, 
Uh, well, you know, I have a personal page and I have a um, um, a professional page, and a lot of times it's hard, easy to confuse them. And uh, ah, sometimes okay. I don't ever look at the personal one. So and if I don't friend you back, it's not personal. It's oh, just, okay. I, well, I usually only keep up the professional one. Okay. Well, I'm not going to take it too darn personally. Since I no. know <laughs> so many darn musicians, and I don't hardly know any of them. But, you know, once in a while <laughs> I might know a few. But I got to know you a little bit, Katie Dahl, and it's been really great. Um, since I am winding it down... Um, like I said, I, I had initially picked out one of my favorite songs uh, from the album, and I thought it just really kind of expressed a lot of good stuff uh, I already know. But then mm-hmm. I read the lyrics to your French song, and, and uh-huh. I said, well, that's pretty appropriate, too. So I'm going to let you choose, unless there's yet another song that you'd like me to end with. Oh, I'd love for you to play the French song. Um, do we have time for me to tell them what? Oh, the absolutely! Is? I want to hear okay. all about it. Okay. Um, so the uh, the chorus of this song the song is called "Mombo Galay." It means "My Beautiful Stone," and um, the chorus is, um, "Let's see, the bells, uh, the awakening, the window, the sun. Uh, I'm done hiding myself." Mm. It's so beautiful. And I'm so glad you had a translation and your lyrics. I was able to find all your lyrics, of course, they're on your on your album cover. Yes. Um, and that beautifully uh, um, put together uh, album um, by that great artist, Brian. Um, mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah, so let's go out with that because you are done hiding yourself. You are out there traveling and writing great music. And, and I'm looking forward to your brand new album. I hope uh, if you ever get to Nebraska... Which is not that far from Wisconsin. It's only 500 yeah. miles Oh, no, you know, so. I played in Seward once. I, sh- I would love to come back. To, Seward, to perfect. Nebraska. Yeah. 20 mm-hmm. miles from Lincoln. Go. That'll work. That's right. Indeed. Yeah, I'll try to make it happen. Uh, that would be great. We'll get you in the studio. That would be super great. In the meantime, let's listen to this beautiful song from Kate, Katie Dahl here on The Women's Show. And Katie, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Oh, thank you. Likewise. You bet. Take care. Great travels. Yes. Thanks. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye.